0: Greetings of the R and welcome to Celebrating Self talk series. Our guest for today is a very special person. She is an epitome of courage, wisdom and humbleness. She is Pandanpreet Mahajid, an entrepreneur, a corporate trainer, founder of genius editorial that is a coaching coming training institute the founder of Walks of life which is a virtual platform for mutual learning with core focus on leadership and life skills she is a communication and a life skills coach a youth skill mentor she owns an extensive list of accomplishments and awards and a massive experience of 20 years. A storyteller, a voiceover artist, editor and proofreader, and the list goes on and on. Welcome Bandhan, ma'am. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation and being here with us. Thank you
1: so much, Karanjot. It is indeed an honor for me to be here on this platform. And whatever you talked about me, the kind of glorious introduction you gave to me, I'm truly overwhelmed and humbled. Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you so much, ma'am. It is indeed an honor for us to get an opportunity to know more about you. And maybe through your sharings, we'll add on wisdom to our own lives.
1: I just hope so. Fingers crossed. Let's see if I can (laughs) add some value to some lives.
0: Sure. Ma'am, you have had a huge experience of 20 years in education. So how did it all start? How has been the journey for you till now? Please share your story with us.
1: Okay, so I wouldn't say it, it has been a very, you know, joyous or a very jovial kind of a journey. It has been quite a roller coaster ride. So starting right from the very beginning, I think uh, I would just say I landed on this planet in 1978 and everything was pretty smooth sailing. I was having a pretty financially secure, emotionally secure childhood. And then in 1999, right after my graduation, I got married. It was a love marriage and it was an inter-caste, inter-religion marriage. And things really didn't work out that well the way I had anticipated them to be. So soon I entered into some kind of a discord and litigation against my in-laws and because of which there was a lot of financial strain, a lot of mental harassment that I had to go through. And what happened on account of all these things was that I slipped into depression. And uh, after some time, I was diagnosed with a, a BMD, which is bipolar mood disorder. And as a result of all this, what happened was I used to take my medicines, I used to have my injections, and I used to keep sleeping for hours on end. And even if I did wake up, uh, I used to have these panic attacks, anxiety attacks. So I'll have, to, I would have to take those tranquilizers again, and then again I'd go off to sleep. So this was the kind of life that I was leading, and I was literally on my deathbed. So um, I think one fine day, just. I mean, normally, just my father just came to my room and he said, uh, I mean, very politely and firmly at the same time, he just got me out of bed. He took me to India Gate and uh, he took me actually, he took me there to just watch the sunrise. And I don't know, something within me happened. And that day, not just did I embrace uh, the warm morning, but I also embraced life once again. So uh, from there, he took me to Bangla Sahib Gurdwara. And this was the kind of routine we had for the next 40 days. I'm sure you know about Chaliyah that we have uh, in Sikhism. Mm-hmm. So we went to the Gurdwara for like 40 days. And I think it was the spiritual journey, a little bit of counseling, medication, undaunted parent support. And then I think my husband, I uh, because my problem was with the in-laws, not with my husband. So my husband, he was my rock of Gibraltar. And my brother, he was my pole star and my daughter, even though she was very young and innocent at that time, but still she proved to be my emotional manager. So we finished, finished off with that chalya thing. And 41st day, my mom enters my room. I was feeling pretty better than before. And 41st day she enters my room and she tells me, um, she was already running a coaching institute. She tells me, okay, better do one thing. I have a new student here with me. She requires some guidance with regard to mathematics as a subject. So just go ahead and teach her. And I was like, Mama, what you I have just lost it. I don't have that confidence. You know what, Karanjoth, happens is that people are very insensitive. They are, in fact, not even aware about a lot of mental health issues. So there's a lot of stigma attached to these issues. And most of the time, people are like, oh, she's totally lost it. So these are the kinds of things that I got to hear. And we were mass ostracized for the same reason. So this was a time when I needed the maximum amount of support from maybe society and my friends and other people. But that was also the time when actually I was mass ostracized for the reason that I'm suppri- I was suffering from some kind of mental health disorder. So anyways, I took that uh, girl with me. I guided her. My mother was like, I have full faith in your confidence, your willpower and my Vaheguruji. So just go ahead, give it your best. And you know what, that girl, she really performed very well in her final exams. And that was the time when I got my confidence back. And that was the day when I actually stood in front of the mirror and I told myself, I am what I am. Nothing is going to change about me. And I love myself the way I am. And that was truly the day when I felt empowered. And from there, that one student started the journey of Genius Editorial. We initially started with academic tutorials, went into communication, life skills, and then youth skill mentoring, and finally corporate training. And uh, I would still say the journey is not over yet. And there's still miles to go before I sleep, as Robert Frost once said. So, isliye picture
0: is not Perfectly awesome. It is like you have actually lived an inspiring life. We have created your way out of all those struggles, all those problems. And the biggest thing that I feel as a woman, it's like the society pressures, the family yeah. pressures. That is something which, which um, yes, I might sound a bit of gender bias, but I feel that we females, we are struggled with all these situations more as compared to the males.
1: Absolutely.
0: Truly, you have an inspiring life. You have grown it so beautifully. But there must have been certain instances where you could have felt that nervousness, that anxiety. Um, Will I be able to do it or should I go for it? Or maybe yes. when you were on the way, you felt like your work is not that much, um, it is not that much uh, coming out the way you have thought in the form of failures or any setbacks yeah of course of course how did you overcome all of that is there any mantra which you used to overcome your anxiety and your um, failures so I
1: think I clearly remember when I mentioned about the fact that my father he formally took me out of bed and he took me to India Gate. the first thing I remember he told me something like which went like this, Uh, it's your attitude that determines your altitude in life. So that was the first, uh, you know, learning that came across when I was going through this journey. And I think I believe in what is called POP. So that is the power of positivity. POP. So I think for me, uh, challenges have actually been a blessing in disguise, because I think I have turned out and, you know, transform myself metamorphosed into a bigger, better and brighter person after these challenges. Uh, so primarily what I would like to say, the magic mantra is you must focus your energy on building the new and you shouldn't be fighting your way across and against the old. And then only would you be able to see the invisible, feel the intangible and achieve the impossible. In fact, when people try to put you down, remember, you have to kick all the drama. Not everyone and everything is worth your time and effort. And I think as women, it's very, very important. If we are having our EVM intact, that's our ethics, our values and morals. So then, time will to So
0: just keep going. <laughs> that's it. This is, this is fabulous. I love this formula. Keep your EVM intact and everything will fall in place. Absolutely. In fact, the quote which you use, no, it's your attitude, not uh, that will determine your altitude in life. This is one of my favorite quotes. And the reason behind this is, I strongly believe that if you believe in yourself, you are almost halfway across uh, your dream. So it is the first seed is your belief, right? If we have the belief, then only we can achieve anything. So I love that. Awesome. And uh, I'm sure you must be grateful for whatever has happened. Of course, there must have been some difficult times, some very saddening times. At the same time, that that has helped you become who you are today. Absolutely.
1: There's no denying this fact.
0: Yes. And um, so this leads me to a question that how has been your self-talk? In fact, I should ask, how has your self-talk transformed? Like you say that you have metamorphosed. So how did self-talk matter in that case? How did it help you? So see,
1: I was a chronic overthinker at a time when I had slipped into depression and I was diagnosed with BMD. So I will not, uh, you know, I don't shy to admit the fact that I was an overthinker. And I used to keep, you know, recalling all the past incidents which were very hurtful and they were not something which I thought would ever, I would, I would come across in life. But still, as I mentioned, I was going through counseling, I was going through medication, I was, you know, receiving all kinds of support from my family members. So over a period of time, I actually realized that our thoughts are indeed very, very powerful. And as you mentioned a little time back, that we actually go on to become what we keep telling ourselves. That's the way our brains are hardwired, you know? So it's like, you're not just conversing with yourself, you're conversing with the entire universe. So it's very, very important. We say, mind your language. I think we should mind our self-talk as well. That's really, really important. So I think self-talk is indispensable for leading a contented as well as a successful life. So contented personally and, you know, successful professionally. So I have another mantra here, which is, SOS. Okay, so SOS means S standing for you should stop all negative talk. You should not be talking. Problem kya hai? That you know, our brain, it, it acts like a Velcro when there are negative thoughts coming in. It acts like this adhesive. And when it comes to the positive thoughts, then your brain, it becomes like Teflon. So the first thing is SOS, when I was saying stop all negative talk. And then O, O stands for the fact that you must observe that whatever I'm telling myself or whatever I'm trying to recall through my brain, I mean, how is it affecting me? What is the kind of feelings and emotions that I'm going through? And the third S is obviously the action part of it that you must shift your focus to something positive. So even when I went through all these, you know, uh, unwanted or unwarranted incidents in my life, I think now if I look back at it, I am sure that I think I should have, you know, focused more on the brighter side of things, how these things have, you know, made me a better person. So that's more important. And that's exactly the, uh, you know, manner in which I deal with people even now. So if I see kahi problem someone let down or someone is trying to, you know, take me down, so I would start looking at the positive things or the positive aspects of not just that situation but also that person maybe that person has helped me at some point of time he was good to me she was good to me at some point of time so start looking at the positive side the brighter side of things i think that will do wonders so the way we talk to ourselves is really really important make sure that you have this lot of talk about affirmations these days Yes. So, just get up in the morning, look into the mirror, tell yourself, I'm the most beautiful person. I am the best. And I still remember there was this movie, we Met, Karina Kapoor's uh, dialogue. I am my favorite too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that is actually true. That really helps. Actually, and uh, I would like to add on to one more thing. When you said na, the dialogue, Main favorite I have another dialogue also, which I use it personally. And that is, I am flossy. I have yeah. my flaws. I have I'm my flaws, awesome. but I, yet I am awesome. I, I accept my flaws. And still, I am what I am. I'm happy. I'm know. great. Yeah. and that know, is... I don't
1: know why do we strive for perfection. I think the entire beauty of life lies in imperfections. Exactly. Because that's what makes us human.
0: Right. So
1: I think it, you're absolutely right when you say, yes, I'm awesome. It's beautiful.
0: Yes. This is something like... Um, being imperfectly perfect, Hannah. Right. Like uh, nowadays, we are using it a lot. And as you said, affirmations they matter. Like the way we acknowledge ourselves, it actually shapes our thoughts. It actually shapes our being. But again, coming on as a woman, we um, we tend to associate our happiness, our Our wishes with the likings of other people, like their comments, their validations. And uh, it is like we let others' opinions overrule our life. And somewhere this happens with every female, especially we Indians. It is like something conditioned, deep rooted in our heart. So have you ever been in such a situation where you have doubted yourself or um, you felt a need of nourishing your own self worth, your self esteem?
1: Absolutely. So, as I mentioned, when I was going through my BMD phase, so and my mom told me that, okay, you have to teach this child of class nine and you have to teach her mathematics. That was precisely one of the major incidents in my life when I felt that I am not worth it. I can't do anything. I'm useless. I'm redundant now. Okay. So my confidence was at an all time low. And I think uh, Karanjot, you're absolutely right when you say that hum logoko, as females, I think we are hardwired in such a manner that we face some kind of a core identity crisis. I think somewhere down the line, some of us are too embarrassed with ourselves. Some of us are very uncomfortable with ourselves. Some of us just dislike ourselves because of the uh, little imperfections that we have or the little weaknesses that we have in our personality. And I think a core problem that, you know, criticism as ladies, I think, again, uh, I might sound, you know, gender biased or against a particular agenda, but then this is a fact of life. Your criticism that stays with us forever. Lakin, if we get some compliments that evaporates within a moment, that's a major problem with us. And there could be several reasons associated with it. I think uh, some of us have faced poor childhood experiences uh, then professionally, you get to see a lot of gender inequality. Then a lot of us are in abusive relationships. Then there are societal norms. Um, maybe a lot of us have this problem of lack of education, skills, awareness and stuff like that. And there is this typical mentality. to usse sundar, and you know, that's the perfect epitome of womanhood. And you can also just a adjust kar lo, compromise. You have to do hai. And you know, once you are married, you have kids, You, need, you know your priorities have to change. You, if you start thinking about yourself or indulging even a little bit of self-love, you're called conceited, you're called selfish. You start feeling guilty about it. So I think um, if I were to talk about it in general, as, an, as a generalization of all things, I think uh, we as women, we have to start thinking of the fact that we are nobody else's responsibility. We have to take our own responsibility. And the primary reason why we're not doing this is because of our self-limiting beliefs. So uh, see, what happens is, I, I just went across through this very interesting story on a YouTube channel, and this talks about this, uh, you know, a pack of fish that's there in, a, uh, in an aquarium. So what happens is uh, that there is this person who puts a, a number of variety of fish in the uh, in this entire aquarium, and he food uh, puts some food pellets into it. And what he does is in the center of the aquarium, he puts a glass, uh, you know, a mirror, a glass kind of a thing in between, which acts as a, as a divider. So what happens is these fish, they come here, bump, they're not able to reach the food pellet, which is lying right here. So they come, bump, come, bump, come, bump. So this happens every day. And one fine day, this fellow, he removes this glass lamp. And the fish by now is totally conditioned that whatever may happen, they ja can never reach the food palace. They don't even try. So similarly, with as problem as women, I think we do get opportunities in life, but then there are challenges. So hota ke, we come here, we take a bump, we go back. Because challenges are challenges, opportunities are here. So what happens sometimes? There is destiny, there hai, is So these challenges may evaporate, but then we stop trying. Right. So that is the time you should never give up. That's why they always say never give up. Keep trying. And I'm sure that each one of us can then see uh, and observe a sea change in our lives. So just go ahead and give it your best. Always be consistent.
0: Wow. This was really amazing. And the story that you just told, this is something which I can resonate with my own life. Like I was, I had dreams. I wanted to be whatever I've had. But I tried. I was pushed back. Again, I tried. I was pushed back. And by the time, slowly and gradually, I never knew when I stopped trying. And that's when I knew that where is me? Where is that confident me? Where is my self-esteem? I've lost it all. And then I revived back. No, I have to. I need to. And that's the sole reason why I am here. Here today. This is the reason that why we are here in the celebrating self talk series this is the prime sure we, we
1: as uh, women we're all so proud of you karanjot you, the kind of step that you just endeavored is something really great it's brilliant
0: thank you thank you so much i really need your blessings because i know how it feels to be at that place it is like the elephant the big elephant tied to that small rope sometimes you do feel yeah. that and Yes. Many of us, like if I look up at my like grandmoms, my mother and all, I feel like they have actually become the adult elephant and now they're not in the condition to move. So this Absolutely. is something that we need to celebrate. We need to own ourselves. Yes, we are multitaskers. We, we are blessed. We have a divine quality. God has bestowed that on us. See, we can, yeah. do, we can wear multiple hats and we can do each hat justice, full justice, gracefully, yeah. right? So this is the reason of all of this. And yeah. now I have one very important question, which I ask to every person who comes. And that is, would you like to suggest any habit any habit for our other sisters, other females in our audience that a woman should adopt so as to build their self-belief, grow their self-worth. Can you help them in suggesting any habit? Okay.
1: So see, as a trainer, I would call myself an experiential trainer. Most of the snippets of my trainings come from the experiences that I've had in my own life. So I think uh, that's the way I train people. So i there's a lot of things that you can do. I mean, you. everyone talks about writing a journal. Then we did talk about affirmations. So just get out in the morning, tell yourself, I love myself, I'm beautiful. Now, my favorite, as we just said. And I think uh, another thing, as a not just as a habit, but I think it's a good thing to be surrounded with positive people so you know just try to get rid of or stay away from people whom you feel have you know those vampirish kind of energies when you talk to them after some time you'll feel sapped of your energy you know so just try to be with people who are positive your inner trust of circle should be full of positive people. And then you will see you doing yourself doing wonders. And I think you should start setting small goals. So maybe you could maintain. So the kind of diary, a to-do list that you may have to go on a daily basis. Pe, this is what I have to do. And I think that really helps you a lot. See, a lot of times my daughter tells me, Mama, phone me more notes me karo. But I think I still love that the beauty of the fact that I diary, mein you're writing, and then you're striking one out. Okay, ye ho, ho, ho gaya. So I think these things will definitely help you. And one last thing that I'd like to share with everyone here is constantly try to upskill, upscale, and upgrade yourself. Because when you're skilled, then you become more aware. You are skilled, you're confident, and definitely that gives a real boost to your self-confidence, your self-esteem, and obviously your self-worth. So just keep scaling yourself, scaling yourself, and upgrading yourself. And uh, this is the best way to you know reset, restart, and rewire yourself all over again.
0: Wow, this is truly inspiring and something workable. Um, I just love the fact. In fact, I also relate with you. Like I also love scribbling. Technology has its own uh, thing, but a pen in a diary, nothing can do that. Right. So thank you so much for such valuable suggestions to all of us, ma'am. And now is the time to have some fun. So there's a little surprise for you. Are you ready for that? Okay. So I'll be asking you certain questions. It'll be like a rapid fire round. Okay. I'll be asking you five questions and you have to be um, very like crisp From. and quick. Okay. 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 Let's see. Got you. So,
1: and let's... do I get to win the coffee hamper? Oh, after God. This, uh, rapid <laughs> <power round? laughs> a virtual treat maybe.
0: Yeah, of course, ma'am. Virtual drink is always welcome. No problem with that. So here comes the first question. What is your favorite drink?
1: Okay, so I'm very fond of mojito.
0: Sorry?
1: I I find it mojito. I think I find it very refreshing.
0: Awesome. Great. And during which part of the day are you most productive? Like, morning afternoon which part of the day are you the most productive
1: actually there are two times so it could be morning that's the first part and um, at times when i'm not able to find time during the morning hours because of the household chores and other such stuff or i have to you know create my content and other things then i think i'm very productive after 12 midnight also So like 12 to 2, although a lot of people say you should go to bed early and you should rise early, but somehow that time works very well with me because everyone's asleep. There's no television going on and I get to, you know, have that entire uh, time with myself and everything is very shanth, silent, and I am very good to go at that time.
0: Wow. Well, I'll almost sleep by 11. You'll never find me working after 11 because my eyes don't support me getting up at that time. So the next question is, how do you start your day? Like the first thing that you do in the morning after you get up.
1: Okay, the very first thing would be I just get up and have a glass of water. That's the first thing I do. And followed by a small little prayer that I have in my bed. And I just hold my hands and just say a little prayer. That, these are the first two things that I do.
0: That's awesome. Prayers are the best way to start your day and also an affirmation to yourself that there is a supreme being there to support you, guide you throughout the day. That's great. And this question may be a bit common, but it is something that all of us would love to know that who is your inspiration and why?
1: Okay. So I think uh, as far as, uh, I wouldn't go outside and look for role models. I think... um, When it comes to my family, my dad, my mom, and my brother, they have been my biggest support. And I think they've been through all my thick and thin. And that's the reason why they've always been, you know, coming up with very tangible solutions to all my problems. So obviously, I always look up to them. My dad, uh, you know, he's the kind of person who will always tell me to forgive and forget. And that brings my temper down. My mom, she's always up to boosting me and encouraging me a lot. My brother, he's always up to something or the other with regards to, you know, um, suggesting me on things which are to do with worldly wisdom. I was not a very worldly wise kind of a person. So he is a a person who's taught me the nuances of how to be worldly wise. And of course, my daughter, I think I, I wouldn't forget to mention her, even though she's pretty young, she's just 21. But there's so many lessons of life that I've learned from her. So I think... I would look up to all my family members as my role models.
0: Wow, ma'am, you have a blessed family. Really, it's It's very difficult to find people within your family and that to everyone there to support you, to guide you. It's really a blessed feeling. True, ma'am. And the last question is very interesting. What is something new happening in your life? By new, I mean, it may be any new activity, any new hobby, or any new venture. What is it? Okay,
1: so I think as of now, um, I was very busy professionally until the last year. So this year, since it was taking a toll on my uh, health, so I decided to give myself a little break. I am still doing a lot of work, but I'm not doing the amount of work that I was doing till last year because it was you know, kind of affecting my health adversely. So I decided to give myself a break. And believe me, it's after a very, very long time that I've started cooking food. I'm doing the household chores also. So this is really a, you know, a lot, a big change. I think I used to do all these things uh, maybe 20 years back. And now I'm doing it after like 20 years. So I'm enjoying this change. And I'm, you know, coming up with this idea of renovating the house and stuff like that. So this is a big change for me. I mean, it's a necessarily. Ki har bar wo change professionally hi like, I, I, I think we need to give ourselves so I'm giving myself my me time
0: so that's the way that's the newest thing in my life that's pretty awesome because it is said no a change of work is a rest and involving yourself in such creativity like cooking like um, going for renovation and everything this is something which relaxes your brain and makes you feel joyful right? Thank you so much for that awesome answers. Even in your rapid fire questions, you were really brilliant and it was great to know more about you. Having having talked about all the juggles that we females face, whatever we do, still we need to find time for ourselves, right? This is what I would summarize. If I were to summarize in one line, this is what is my... Take away from this session today that we need to find our own selves. We need to give time to ourselves. It is the time to celebrate yourself because once you start accepting, encouraging, and empowering yourself, that is the pathway towards the fabulous you. And nobody else is going to do that. The way we do, we can do it for ourselves. Nobody else can do it for us. So this is something, the main reason of celebrating self. And thank you to you. Thanks a lot to you for sharing such valuable suggestions, your wisdom, your life experiences with us. I hope that whoever listens or sees us, he or she might be empowered, empowered with some sort of wisdom some clarity will be achieved by them.
1: I just hope so. And um, thank you for having me here, Karanjot. It was indeed an honor and privilege to be here with you. I think we really enjoyed some great moments today. Mem- you know, memories to be cherished for a lifetime.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here with us and more power to you, ma'am. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Okay, bye. Bye.